Let's talk about how to jog someone's memory to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornell from here. And our idiom for supersize your business today is to jog someone's memory. This segment, this month of March, we are focusing on mental well-being idioms. And to jog someone's memory, anything to do with memory or the mind or thoughts or beliefs, is mental well-being related. Well, jog, the word jog, used to or came from and originated from the word stab, to literally point someone or something with a pointed stick. And it has some relation to the word jag, which again means to get somebody's attention, to push and prod them or to somehow startle or alert them, wake them up, usually with a pointy stick, amazingly enough, of some sort or a sharp object to get their attention. And so to jog someone's memory to get their attention, we can do a lot of different things. Now, I remember from my days in corporate America, something called the memory jogger. And we had in, in the quality function, these little books, and, and I found these, but I have the actual original book and the little course on copying paper, and then the little teeny first memory jogger book. And then they created these fancy ones in the late 90s, early 2000s. I'd have to look at the date on them. But they're basically, this one's a memory jogger, 9,000, this one's a project management memory jogger. So if you're a project manager, it's got all the tools and tips and tricks and strategies that project managers use to do a great job managing a project. Guess what? All of us manage projects, especially for running our own business. So I would highly recommend, if you've never heard of it or never read it, the project manager memory jogger. I'm sure it's still available. I didn't look, but I gotta believe it's still available. It's a great tool and over time, great tools don't change, right? Over time, human beings are still human beings <laughs> since the beginning of time. And we really haven't changed as much as we like to think we have. So what worked in the past still works today in many instances when it comes to leadership, when it comes to uh, any team building, when it comes to how humans relate to one another, how we speak to our customers, etc. So a couple questions. Number one, how do you remember things? Do you have a strategy or a technique or a way to remember things so that you can perform your job or grow your business well. I have a couple of little tricks and scientists actually did a study and they realized that this one small trick, and it's not one that I, I guess I probably do use it without even thinking about it, but they found that witnesses to a crime scene could actually recall 50% or more or twice as many details as they could twice as many details, not 50% more. That's only half as many more details, but twice as many details of a crime scene or a crime they had witnessed if they simply close their eyes and recall, right? Because it allows us to tap into our memory. Uh, so I thought that was fascinating. And I guess when I visualize, when I think about things, when I try to remember something, I do close my eyes. I just naturally do that. But the trick and the strategy that I have used that's helped me the most when it comes to remembering things, and the older I get, the more I need to rely and use this strategy, is writing things down. Uh, I didn't discover that. I mean, I always wrote things down, but I didn't discover the real power of this until my last job in corporate America. I would carry around little blue notebooks. They were little blue notebooks. I ended up with a huge box of them when I left corporate America of stuff everything because as a quality director i had to remember everything and interact with everyone and i wanted to make sure that i did what i said i was going to do that i would follow up so i kept these little notebooks and as i toured around and audited and and had conversations with people i would jot down little notes 
Now, people that were good about doing what they said they would do loved that I had those notebooks. People that would say stuff <clears throat> just because they thought I wanted to hear it but never would do what they said they were going to do, they didn't like them very much because I would say, okay, I, I don't want to use a name, but I'm not going to. Okay, okay Dee Dee. <clears throat> we talked about on June 6th that by July 15th, we were going to have this done. This is the conversation we had. This one and what we talked about. Um, how are you coming with that? And if she hasn't even started or hasn't done anything on it, she'd get a little embarrassed. But she'd be reminded that we'd talked about it. She'd committed to doing it. And she was then, and I was going to hold her accountable to doing it. I originally started to hold myself accountable to doing what I needed to do and what I said I was going to do. But also worked with other people that were a little reluctant to do what they said they would do. That happens in corporate America. Believe it or not, it happens in our businesses. People like to create excuses or drama so that they don't have to do the things that they said they were going to do or the things that they committed to. So my little notebook strategy, writing things down and following up with people, uh, served me really well in corporate America. It served me even better since I left corporate America. So I was I was digging for that little memory jogger book today, and I found this little notebook from 2012. And I think it's fascinating that <clears throat> many of the notes, and this was actually a notebook that I kept track of everything, every walk I went on in 2012 and 2013 at the state park. And in the beginning and throughout it, I have lessons learned. And it's funny how, how it, actually how true they are today and how I still feel the same way about a lot of the things that I wrote in here um, as I did in 2012, 2013. So um, I think it behooves us to write things down because we realize, are we being consistent? Are we staying true to who we are as things outside of us and things in our life change? Now, 2012 was way before the pandemic and so many people have been impacted by the pandemic, but I realized that I've stayed true to myself throughout the pandemic with respect to these things and I'm sure other things as well. So curious, how do you jog someone's memory? A picture, that's another one. Pictures are great ways, I did that too. In my last job in corporate America, I took tens of thousands of pictures from a quality auditing standpoint of things we needed to fix and repair to pass our audits. Uh, again, people dreaded when I walked around with the camera, but they also appreciated it because they knew exactly what they needed to fix and change because those were the things that the auditors were going to find when they came in. Um, and I always thought it was better for me to find them internally than an outside certifying agency to find them. All right, have an awesome day. That's all I've got. Enjoy your weekend, and I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting mental well-being related idiom. If I can help you in any way, ask. Otherwise, see you tomorrow. Bye.